Kaya. 959. Fresh new sounds on the World Show with Nikki B. Commemorating uh, the legacy, the memory, the man himself, Lucky Dube. And uh, it's very interesting because this past Wednesday, uh, October the 18th, marked 16 years since the terrible tragedy that took away from us one of our greatest musical stars ever, Lucky Dube. And in fact, uh, um, Gallo Music is playing homage to Lucky for the next two weeks. I mean, over his 25 career, he had 22 albums, collaborations and more. Uh, he enriched all of us right across the world. I've met people in Canada who own every single Lucky Dubai album. I heard a story once about a man who was in the desert in, in Niger and uh, he was sitting there in a caravan of, uh, of Tuareg people came on their camels and they were wearing a Lucky Dubai cap there in the middle of the desert in West Africa. I mean, that was the way he touched people across the world. But also added to that, he used his music and his lyrics as a platform to break down racial barriers. And his message of hope and unity um, really was instrumental. It was one of those things that helped bridge the divides in South Africa, in Africa, and around the world. And I mean, I know that uh, we've just been, we won. Yes, we won yesterday. Yes. Boca go. We absolutely won. And uh, it's interesting because um, during uh, the time of his tragic passing in 2007, the Springboks had just won the Rugby World Cup in France. And here we are. They won it two days after Lucky passed away. And here we are in the same week that we are commemorating him. The box have just won again. Uh, I don't know. It's come full circle. It's absolutely amazing. And, you know, that track, Different Colors, One People, is one of those songs that really does express that. Different colors, one people. That is who we are, and we need to be reminded of it. Lucky Dube, may your soul rest in peace. May your spirit soar, and your music will forever resonate in our hearts and in our ears. Thank you. Before that, uh, my brother from Belgium, he's going to be on the World Show in a couple of weeks. Yes. His name is Sven van Heers, and I'm absolutely loving his album Airflow, of which I played you Afrosphere. And then that really, really sweet track. Yes, that was Yusuf Days. Uh, the master drummer from the UK of his uh, brand new album, Black Classical Music. I played you Pondi Plaza featuring Chronics. And at the top of that was a prayer for our parents from the Bali Maya project. The album's called When the Dust Settles. And I'm telling you that Bali Maya project album is, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it wins awards. It, it truly is one of the most beautiful African collaborations that has been released this year. I highly, highly recommend it when the dust settles. I'm Nikki B, and right now I am very excited to have a brother in sound, and I use the word sound, in the studio with me. Welcome, as always, to the World Show, Quela. Thank you, Sis Nikki. Um, I appreciate you. <laughs> 
Yes. Love, ha- love chatting to you. Always. Always. And you and I can talk African music <laughs> till, <laughs> till the sun comes up. All, all the time. Yes. yes. You know, I think you. we share that common passion for not only South African music, but from the music of the continent. The continent, yes. Yes. You. So, Quela, I, I was trying to remember the last time you were... What did you come here for? You just released a couple of singles, I think it was. I, I was also trying to remember this afternoon, but I couldn't. But I, I know it was around... In between one of the one of the lockdowns. Yes, that's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah. I rem- now I remember because we didn't even want to like, you know, give each other a proper greeting. And, yes, yeah. and I remember using sanitizer for the first time at Kai. So, that's, <laughs> okay. so that was really the beginning. <laughs> yeah, we had masks yes. on. Yes, yes. And, uh, and you came here a couple of times because you'd released some really interesting projects. And that's always been your thing, kind of, is uh, interesting projects, <laughs> of which your new album is one. Yes, <laughs> yes definitely. Yes, yes we, um, it's, I think it was a couple of singles. Yes. Um, probably some Gwen Experience singles as well. I don't, yeah. I, ah, that's right. I remember you played some of those it's hard to, yeah, it's and hard before to, that you came as P.O. Box <laughs> one of, over yes, the years yes. at some point <laughs> yes as a, I had a project called the P.O. Box project yes and um, I had this name that I've been trying to shed yes um, I, I guess it's like growing older yes P.O. Box used to be a name my stage name Yes. Still kind of is. And you might still use it for certain projects. Who knows? Yes. Yes. Or when I decide to rap again. (laughs) Yes. But you've gone back just to Quela. That's how we know you and love you. Definitely. Yes. Thank you. But Quela, let's actually go back a little bit to the beginning. Kwani experience. I mean, how many years later and people still talk about Kwani experience. Music still resonates in our ears. Uh, People know you. You know, if you said, you know, Quella from Kwani Experience. Uh, Kwani Experience, I mean, what an innovative project. What a beautiful project. Yes, there's been nothing quite like it ever since. The beautiful ones. Kwani yes. was my, was Kwani was like an institution. We were a family. We were friends. We, because a lot of, a couple of people in Kwani are people I had known before the band. Yes. And some obviously I know, I, I knew through the band. And we we are still we we are still tight. We might not be active performing. Yes, because I think that's mostly what we're known as as as, as a performance as a live band. Yes, and live bands perform. Your live bands are not in studio doing interviews. Although we had a fair share of that as well. Yes, Kwani um, Kwani gave me a lot. It's a it, it's an energy as well. Kwani is this energy that happens whenever it happens. Yes, and it's there. It just never it cannot leave. us like when you have dreadlocks. And then shave them off for a couple of years after that. You, it's like the the aura of the locks is still there. <laughs> People <laughs> still see them; they're invisible, but yes. it's, it's the same thing. You know, and again, Similar. it was it was that blend as well. It was you know, yes, the magic of 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 the collective, but also it was the blend of sounds because uh, I mean, you were jazz, hip hop, uh, funky tunes, African music, coupled. With incredible messages, you know, um, the Kwani, the Kwani experience was Kwani also about experience. a consciousness. It was about a consciousness. It was a consciousness. It, it, it's because I don't divorce consciousness from music. I think it's the same thing. It's the same thing as energy. Might be an, an abstract uh, thought, but it's it's it was the consciousness doing its thing. We always said we don't know what 
comes upon us when we're on stage and definitely not we we didn't it was just like we were there we'd get on stage and perform and make people cry make people go crazy whether whether it was in Zanzibar or in Stone Town or in Oslo we've never had a performance as musicians we've had shows where we were like oh that wasn't the greatest show but we've never had a performance that wasn't impactful on whoever was in the audience yes. um, anywhere anywhere across the world so it, it was magical it's, it was magic yes. um, it was magic and I call it an energy now because it's it's there it doesn't die people you know still rock up to me at a bry I don't even know I go to bry's but um, and say we grew up on your music makes me kind of sound old but <laughs> but it, it means a lot to more people than just myself and the band members it means so much more to a uh, lot of people that energy it's yes and I mean I think the last time you were here you spoke about the possibility of maybe uh, getting Kwani together is that that's still a possibility that, that possibility and that conversation is like a yearly conversation it happens every year throughout the year we you know I get to talk to people about or a potential show or I mean you know we we were on a on a drive um, after the Afropunk gig but COVID happened yeah COVID and missed us we went so back into our lives I think that was again when you were speaking to me about it was that very time and we went back to what we were doing what we do on a daily but it's uh, it's not even a, people always always ask if there'd be a reunion Definitely, it's a, it's a, it's also, it needs money. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well I was to just going to say, if anybody <laughs> out there, because bear in mind that uh, the members of Kwani are living all around the world, so it's not just oh, all, all in Joburg we can get together and rehearse. You know, this is a, this is the money needed to fly people to in to produce a show to produce to, a show to, to fly people in. It's not just a band where we just get together and play songs. It's a yes. we have to produce. We have to have a show and we were very much about that and that, and that was and that is why it was known as Kwani experience because it was about it, giving an experience having a show building a show and um it was more than just performing playing as you, anybody can do that nowadays yes. but um so it will it will happen it can happen at any time it's one of those things it's 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 beyond our control but also in our control yes so you know we've learned to know how to handle that energy yes it's a special energy and it's it's the beauty of having recorded music is that the energy lives on while we carry on with our lives the music also does its thing because it's there it's recorded people have it it just yes it lives on well I always think uh, it doesn't matter if a dream takes 10 years it can manifest. It can manifest. There we go. It is you know? manifesting as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Just the fact that we're speaking about it. It's, it's happening yes. until the output is there, until it re now is a thing that we can watch. And, and you know, I found it interesting because there was also a connection with Kaya and Kwan Experience. Oh, wow, yes. Yeah, because it was actually, I think it was Pat Cash, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he was on air at that time. And uh, he decided to do a competition um, for young uh, for for young bands for jazz uh, bands for jazz yeah. bands. And one of the prizes, I think, was was <laughs> a, a, a recording deal. Yes, uh, I think it was with, with Sheer Sound. Sheer Sound. Yes. which is now Gallo. Which is now Gallo, <laughs> and you work there as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it was a. It was a. I, th I think it was. Sometime end of two thousand and four, they there was this contest. I think I think it was called the 
totally jazz showcase. It was actually a Standard Bank sponsored, uh, and Kyle, Kyle yes. and Standard Bank were the main sponsors of this contest, and we performed a couple of shows. Got this recording contract with Sheer Sound, recorded our first album, recorded our second album, and went our separate ways. Yes. Um, and it, yeah, it was a standard bank thing, I remember. It was the end of 2004, and it was the beginning of everything. It was kind of like the professional beginnings of Kwani. Yes, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of remember you, I think it was you telling me, or maybe it was Bafano who told me, that at that time, you weren't even like an official band. You were just people who liked playing together. And, and it came together because of that competition. Before what we know as Kwani Experience existed, there was Kwani Jazz Band, and it was just a couple of members, um, Frank, Madita on drums, Khunz Machen on percussion, and a guitarist that... Um, was actually from my hood. It's someone that I that is older than me, but I saw and I used to admire Kumo Khanyaho. Yes. But the jazz band thing didn't quite work. It was like, ah, this name doesn't land well. Yeah. And, you know, um, leading up after that, it was just, uh, it became a thing where Frank and Hunter, because they went to NSA, gathered other friends like Ngodu and Dumaini to do a jam session at a house. Um, and then um, about a month or so later, Ngutu went to school, Frank joined, um, Nosisi joined and I joined and it became quite an experience. We kind of like found each other. Yes. And it was mostly made of um, guys that I had known from NSA, like I'd mentioned Khunzi and Jambo, and the, who's in the Eastern Cape now. Yes. And Frank, Marita and Mahlatsi, um, yes. who people know as Ribatone. Yes. Now, and, uh, does a lot of performances with, uh, and production with Black Coffee and was at at the, the New York show recently with him. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. Wow. But now let's fast forward to now, this year, 2023. Coela releases this album that I, I can only refer to as, as an African soundscape, as experimental. Um, but then you've always been one to experiment. Tell me about this album. Uh, even the title of which uh, is beautiful and the way you've spelt it. It's uh, <laughs> we, the beautiful ones, but he's spelt it as beauty with F-U-L at the end. With Y. With uh, a Y uh, instead of an yeah, I. Yeah. yeah. We, the beautiful ones is my, it's a 13 track story, which in industry terms, it's is an album. It's a 13 track album that I've been working on since 20, 2016, 2017. And I just experimented. Uh, I've, I've, I've had this music production journey that started in 2005, 2006, well, well, when we lived together in the house in Bears Valley with the band members. And I just wanted to zoom in more uh, into this world of production. It's a world I enjoy. It's the world of arranging music and playing with all these sounds and knowing how to put them together and just trying out. It's like being in a lab and putting this and that together and finding out it's something else that yes. never existed before, but it's made of elements that have, it's pretty much, it's, it's music. It's part of my musical journey. I just needed to go more into production and, 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 and We The Beautiful Ones is actually after, is what has become a process of me releasing things over the years and trying out EPs and doing this or that but I just needed to do an album I just had a this thing of wanting to do an album I don't know why 
to pull it all together. <laughs> to just put, you know, a body of work that has more than four songs, that has more than seven songs, and is a is conceptual and is a journey. And um, I was privileged and honored to work with work with people that I've known for a long time. I've either worked with worked with, and I'm my circle of peeps. You know, like Kala Machen, who's on percussion, um, who's our musical mentor. Yes. He's, he's our musical mentor, at least for me. Yes. Uh, Bafana and Khonte, who's Khonte Machen, who happens to be his little brother. Khonte is also on the album, uh, on percussion, a couple of songs. Sbusile um, Kaba, Shwabadas, and artists I really admire. Um, and I've, we've known since the Kwani days in Pretoria when he played with Four Seasons with Lisaidin Sani and played with the, uh, the, uh, the, the Unlearning, I don't remember the name, but the trio he had with Antatengkwani uh, and Joel Aziski. Um, there's also Tanin Tuli, another amazing musician that, I, that I've worked with and I really admire and is an inspiration. Uh, Della Tamil on, on acoustic guitar, another brother from Cameroon as yes. well. Yes, brilliant, been, brilliant guitar. A guitarist. long-time friend. Yes. As has played... Actually played with on lab on the lab album. If you remember the lab album, yes, from Mel yes, yes. With Hunzi, Bafana, Frank, and um, Raga, Zola Kezwani. Um, Thanks for reminding me. I must revisit <laughs> that album. That yeah. album has got some killer tracks. There's, uh, you know, there was a couple of these artists who gave their time to this project. Femi, can't forget Femi. Femi Koya, yes, on saxophone and trumpet, uh, or rather on fl- flugelhorn and trumpet. Mashazi um, as well, Mashazi Riba from yes. Guani is on keys on on pieces. Um, so it's an offering. It's my offering to. It's my contribution to culture. Say this is my contribution and it doesn't end here. Or one of my contributions yes. doesn't end here. I like experimenting. I I love sound. I love production. Like I mentioned, I love lyricism. I'm you know I'm primarily. That's, I'm known that, as that's a lyricist. where you started as a lyricist, a poet. Yeah, I love lyricism. I love words. You know, there's a book I've been reading called. That I've read called uh, Music, Mysticism, and Magic. It's I, I've had this whole journey of being a musician and putting music there and looking at it from far, just disconnecting myself and trying to figure out what the purpose is, what the idea, why, why do we, why do we make music? <laughs> you know, you know, no one said go and make music. We just make music. So it's, it's just part of my the musical journey. Um, and the beautiful ones is obviously um, a reference to Aikwe Yama's novel. Uh, the be- beautiful ones are not yet born, and at some point I wanted to call the album "The Beautiful Ones Have Been Born," but landed on "We the Beautiful Ones." So uh, it's also collective affirmation because we yes. are the beautiful ones. It is, it is us, you know. You know when when are we going to be born? It is us. We are here, and we have to keep reminding we each have other. To keep reminding each other. We are here, all of us. We are here, and we are the beautiful ones. We are the beautiful ones. Beautiful. Let's open with the first track. And as you know, and I've told you, and I've played this a couple of times already on the World Show, I think this is just definitely my current favorite still. It's the opening track. It's Hema and Sweetheart. Yes. What about <laughs> Hema and Sweetheart? <laughs> <laughs> this, um, this intro is the album intro. It's based on an um, analogy by uh, the Art of Living Guru, Shishi Ravi Shankar, where he... He uses the kite and breath analogy. You know, he says the, the the mind is like the kite and the breath is like the string. So when the mind starts going places, when the kite starts doing whatever kites do up there, you use the string, use the breath to bring it back and center yourself. And it's just an emphasis on the power of breath. Um, it's, breath is something that we take for granted, but it's there. And if it 
just shuts and it's it's Jay Guru Dev. <laughs> you know, it's gone. It's, it's it's based on that. Um and I almost did call it the kite and breath, whatever, but I just landed on Hammer and Twitter. Hammer is sort of for to breathe and Twitter is just a lingo for, you know, let go, you know, letting go. Letting go is such a powerful thing. But it's also such a not an easy thing to do. You know, it's like acceptance. It's like um, remembering how powerful breath is and how breath is actually also air, it's also wind, and it's also soul. Because um, there's only that one word in Sesotho for all of that, and it's Moya. So it's a, it's a reminder of that. It's a reminder of breath. And I'm actually glad to be talking to you about this because I've, I've actually never spoken. I don't think I've spoken to a lot of people I'm about I'm so it, thankful you're speaking about <laughs> this. <laughs> you know, these things sit in our heads and then become songs but we never really get to the opportunity yeah what, what it um, means unless one writes a book which might it's not a bad idea which i can <laughs> see especially with your love of 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 of, of literature hey? you clearly have a love because you make reference to a lot of uh, a lot of books actually yes, my, in your philosophy definitely literature is also part of my roots you know as working having worked as a librarian and being interested in and in African literature and and being a wordsmith and being a wordsmith and yes. being interested in African writer series and following people like Maisha Maponya around at their shows and <laughs> you know being starstruck by meeting Dennis Brutus and being a fan of Oswald Mjali and Papa Rems it's it's all you know it's all a part of it and you know before I play the song as you were speaking about the breath on this particular song and also referring to the fact when you spoke about what I call the, the, the existential crisis of every artist. Why am I doing what I do and why am I making music? Why am I painting? Why am I dancing? Whatever it is, you know, I think every artist at some point says, why am I doing this? What is it for, you know? Um, but I have to make reference to the late, great Simgawana mm. because I interviewed him once and uh, actually when I interviewed him about this and I still do have it on record, he said to me, Please don't air this, please, because it was a pre-recorded interview. And he said, please don't air this yet, because I'm still uh, kind of, uh, 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 what can I say, like, still uh, defining the concept of what I'm telling you. Um, but of course, much later and now, I, I think I did ask him many years later, do you mind if I air that now? But he said to me, he said, he studied all around the world at great universities, not only locally but abroad, and he never finished. He always got frustrated and he left before he finished his course. And one of the main reasons for his frustration was he wanted to know what is music. <laughs> and he would go to his professors and say, but what is music? And some of them would say it's melody, <laughs> and some of them would say it's rhythm. And he said, but, you know, I, I couldn't, I, I wasn't satisfied. <laughs> he said, but now I've realized that we are music. Uh. Your, your, your heartbeat is the rhythm and your breath is the melody. There Back we go. That's a song. Yeah. yeah. Great Simkawana. We miss him. We miss him. Plus yes. Him, definitely. All, all the time. Yes. Zymology. So on that note, I'm going to play Hema and Sweda. I've got one problem with the song. <laughs> it's too, too short. short. <laughs> it's too short. You'll have to do an extended uh, version of it. There will be. Thank there you, Quela. <laughs> Quela with me on the World Show, and we are celebrating 
his uh, amazing new album, We the Beautiful Ones. Kaya 959. Fresh new sounds on the World Show with Nikki B. Kaya 9. Five nine. You see what I mean? It's too short. Quayla, you got to do it like a, a, a extended few, an extended version. <laughs> wow, so so beautiful. It's Thank you. Yes, beautiful with a Y. Yes, not an L. Oh, actually, so when Ayukwe Amade asked why he spelt it like that, yes, he says he did not spell it like that. Just like I didn't write it like that. It's something he saw on a taxi, on the back of a te- taxi, on a bumper sticker. He saw beautiful written like that, and that's how he. Incorporated it into the title of his novel. Beautiful. <laughs> and it actually puts the emphasis on beauty. Yes. Yes. Because yes, beauty with an I. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> beauty. And it, it's kind of richer. I like it. I'm going to use it in the future. <laughs> um, absolutely. You know, you spoke about the lineup on this album. And it's an all star lineup. You really have got an all star lineup. But what's so interesting is that this is so experimental. It's not like you listen and you say, oh, there's Tanya and Tuli singing. Oh, there's this one playing bass or, or whatever. This really, I mean, where, where was the album recorded and, and how did it come about? Because as you say, it was from during lockdown times and, and beyond. And before, the album was recorded mm. everywhere. I recorded some of some, some of the songs were developed in a, in a basement in Ottawa during a Badass winter of 2017. Um, some were recorded in Toronto. Some were recorded in town, downtown Joburg. Uh, the song Moya actually was one of the last recordings I did with Mposhasha. Um Which we are going to play just now, um, yes. I recorded Sbusile uh, at home in our garden. I recorded Hunz at his home. It, it, yeah, it was. we recorded the project everywhere. And... Um, like I said, I feel blessed that, you know, someone like Spusile could play both acoustic and electric guitar because people know him as a predominantly uh, an acoustic guitarist, but yes. he's actually just a... A guitarist. A guitarist. Yes. <laughs> but also, I mean, again, you you make reference to, to Spusile, and he's another one who can be completely experimental. Also, of course. You know? Definitely. I suppose all the artists you mentioned can be, <laughs> so yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, it's all people who... Dabble, who, 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 who they are artists, and I, I don't use the word artist loosely. You know, there's a difference between musician and artist, which I actually learned on your show many years ago when Carlo Mombelli was you were interviewing Carlo Mombelli. I said, oh, now I understand what a musician is. It was on this show. Yes, um, all these guys I worked with are artists. Yes, because they uh, they're musicians, they're, but they're but beyond they, musicians. They they deal with music as an art form. And it's a mindset, isn't being an artist a, a consciousness? You, I always say you're born an artist. I never know why, like, you can be born in a family of four children with the same upbringing, the same parents, the same house, but one of them will become an artist. Like, same as point. Yes. Me. <laughs> yeah, likewise. <laughs> yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So what you're saying, actually, or what I perceive and, and experience from this album is and again we talk about all these people who worked with you but also a reference Sim Dawana who would have really be supported what I'm going to say it's about sound beyond music mm-hmm. it's about sound it is sound um, whenever I listen to orchestras or 
there's a realization I had one time listening to an orchestra that was actually covering hip hop songs, and I realized that music is it's just it's just pieces of sound. Music is sound with patterns. Sound that sound that becomes a pattern becomes a melody, or whatever it becomes, um, eventually. But music, when you listen to classical music, it just sounds like gibberish put together in a very beautiful way. Yes. <laughs> but it's music. You know, music is the same. It's just the way it's organized. It's like you take this energy and you organize it into into sound. You take all the sound, you organize it into a final sound that is a song that is what we know as music or mino or mkulo or ingoma. That is production. That is, um, you know, that is arrangements. But now when I listen to it as well, I'm hearing sounds. Yes. And where did you... Because for me, I hear it as sounds you found. It's Bang. not just music, but it... It could be the tapping of a teaspoon. It could be the rustle of a piece of paper. It could be... Thunder. There thunder. Is thunder. There's, yes. There is thunder in one of the songs, Young Black Light. That you recorded. That I recorded. I don't know why, just for the heck of yes. it. Record. The instead, sound. Instead of using samples, record yes. the sound, you know. Um, Young Black Lightning. On the song Young Black Lightning, which is actually also a nod to Abdullah Ibrahim. Uh, the Black, Black Lightning, Lightning yes. Yeah, so... Yes. Young Black Lightning was me positioning myself as the young Black Lightning and him as the older Black Lightning because whatever, um, however he wanted to, however he was communicating what, who or what Black Lightning is. I don't even know. Yes. I just personified Black Lightning in that. From what you experienced in his song, Black yes. Lightning, yes. as um, Dollar Brand, actually. Yes. He was Dollar Brand when he recorded yeah, that. Yeah, wasn't Abdul. Yes. 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 <laughs> so let's hear the next track. Tell me about it. Kalahari, not Kalahari. Kalahari, not Kalahari, is what we know as Kalahari. The desert is not Kalahari; it's Kalahari. But because of some, you know, monolingual situations, and uh, it was renamed Kalahari because it rolled off the tongue better than Kalahari. But it's a, it's actually Kalahari, and it's actually also a language. And I'm basically using the desert as a metaphor of um, things that always seem to be but are not. You know, there's more than what meets the eye. A desert, we always think a desert is a dry, arid place, but a place like Halakhadi, a desert like Halakhadi has life. There are people living there. There's animal life. There's insect life. There's plants. There's everything. So yes. it's, things are not always what they, what they seem to be, and that's, what, that's the foundational message on Halakhadi, not Kalahari. And again, this is one of those songs that I would say is about the ancient future. Cruella <laughs> with me on the world show We the Beautiful Ones Is the name of the album And here is Kalahari How do you say it? Kalahari Kalahari Not Kalahari Not Kalahari Not Kalahari <laughs> Best in African music, African music On the world show with Nikki B Kaya 959 Yes Let's give it a clap. <laughs> totally out there it's completely out there <laughs> but as i said that for me is about ancient future it's almost like taking that essence of 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 uh, the earth of indigenous of uh, um of the khoisan mm. and 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 making it kind of urban i don't i don't know yes yes yeah, it's that it's uh i was saying this afternoon M music that 
incorporate traditional or what I call indigenous sounds should be it should be normal because that's our music. Yes. You know? We we grew up on hip hop and all the stuff that was um that we exported or that we imported rather. Yes. That was exported from the States to here when we, we already have our own sound. We already have our own music and at, at Brazim's memorial actually I was with uh Bra Victor Masondo years ago when I was you know uh, flirting with the idea of doing a solo project and he, he said oh let's work man so uh, how's your project coming along I was like ah Pravik I'm looking for a sound you know he's like why are you looking for a sound when you already have a sound you know and I said oh okay cool so I, I kind of worked from where Kwani um, the bass that was Kwani you know so that way we left off in a way yeah yes. so uh, if it sounds like Kwe or Kam or Nama or Tswana, it's because it it's, it is that all of that all of that all of that blood flows through me. Tswana blood, all the blood from Khalakhari is. Yes, well, those are those are my people. Yes, <laughs> so you you you're carrying generations of it in your blood. Actually, is me. what you're saying in the blood and in the music. Yes, in the blood and the music, and just all these other electronic elements and you know synthesizers and sequence drums and. Hunzi playing in the background, baby baby rhythms, uh, just how it found itself. This is how the music finds itself. Yes. It comes to us and we put it together and then it, it, it goes out. But it's, uh, that should be the basis of our music. As I say, a song always decides where it wants to go. Or yes. a good song. <laughs> yes, and you, as a musician, you play what is required of the song. Yes. Not what you think should be played on the song. Yes. What the song requires, that's what you... Do you find sometimes that, you know, you've got an idea and this is what you're going to do, and then as you're doing it, it change, the song takes you on a different course? Definitely. It takes, it takes you on a different course because it's, it is a song, it's an entity in itself that wants to become what it wants to become, and you have the knowledge or the features to, you know, that's why... The tools. The tools to... Yes. You, this song, this is how I want to come out And it'll come out Your know, music is, doesn't come from us It comes through us We, you know, same, same way a banker Banks and knows how to yes. <laughs> Work with money It's the same Same, same principles apply yes. To being an artist, to being a musician you, and, and you can think of How you want it to be But it'll, it's not a thought process yes. It's a the, yeah, Thoughts, the mind plays a part here and there yes. It's not a thought process it, directly from the heart it's out there in there you know i always say it's about getting out of our own way <laughs> <laughs> now let's hear another track uh, pieces i'm loving our chat but we're going to run out of time and i want to make sure we play a couple more this one is pieces part one two three and four and four yes it's four parts in one song in one song it's a pieces and a to z list of everything that is Everything, oh, almost everything is an A to Z list, and people can add. We can add to that list of everything that's been taken, looted, pillaged, stolen from the continent, you know, uh, bitten. You know, a lot of American producers come here uh, under the guise of wanting to work, but they actually don't want to work. It's just it's cultural mining. Yes. But there are producers who actually do want to work from. Um, from from North America, from, from any country, yeah, from any country, from yes. any country, from the continent. But yes. uh, music is one example. A to Z art, or you know, is is 
the A yeah, and the soul of Zimbabwe is the is the Z, and that's yeah. what the song is about. And it's broken into four parts. You know, the end part of it is a mixture of national, the old Ethiopian national anthem, Burkina Faso anthem is also in there. And I like that it came out around this time when there's all this activity happening in in West Africa with Burkina Faso and uh, Mali and all these West African countries, young people in West African countries, young people in the army standing up and saying, "It's enough. It's enough." Yes. Yo. We the beautiful ones. <laughs> we the beautiful ones. You know, I was thinking about exactly that, even with what's going on in Israel and Palestine, and looking at the people. You know, I was listening to some of the young people who, who, who were attacked at the fest music festival, and I realized that these are people mm. like you and me, the beautiful ones. We don't want no war. Doesn't matter whether you're from Israel, from Palestine, from Burkina Faso, from wherever. It's the war is not ours. It's not. We, we don't want it. We don't profit from the war. Yes. We, peace is the best for yes. us. The people will profit from wars, and we are. It's not. It's not civilians. Exactly. On either side. The majority of the people do not want war. The majority of the people do not want. War. They want peace, and maybe there will be peace in in in, in Palestinians, just like there will be peace for the Congo. Yes, so we want the Congo to be the Congo. People should live in in harmony. In harmony, not because yes. of some cobalt mining. Yes, and, and deals that people cut. Yes, in Paris. Yes, you know, absolutely. Let's hear pieces, part one, two, three, and four of Aquila's album. We. The beautiful ones. Songs of healing and inspiration on the World Show with Nikki B. Wow. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. As I said, that is an important song. It's an honor to be playing that on air. Thank you, Mrs. Nikki. Tell me about how it started, the opening. The opening is a... The opening, the intro, main intro of the song is actually a... um, a special broadcast from Addis Ababa. I don't, I don't quite, I don't remember the year, but it was uh, uh, Emperor Haile Selassie's uh, garden, and he's there, and he's saying to uh, the interviewer, "It's good for you. It's good to you here. Whatever, whatever the words, whatever he says in the beginning, but in the end, he ends up. He ends by he ends it by saying, um, in the twentieth century, David will still beat Goliath, something like that. So then it goes into the song." It obviously ends with the Titania, uh, they call it One Victorious Night or the Hymn of Victory, which is the anthem of victory, which is the Burkina Faso National Anthem that was written by Thomas Sankara, who actually happened to be a jazz musician as well, was a guitarist. And I've tried doing some stuff in, in Ouagadougou, but it's just never materialized on finding some of his songs because he was in a band with, yes. uh, with, with, with Blaise Gompaure, who was his friend, but ended up being betraying him, <laughs> you know, and um, killing him. Yes. So he could become president. But I've tried finding some of the music. I've tried talking to family members, but it just never happened. No, I don't think... The songs were not recorded. Yes. But it would be amazing to still find those songs. Yes. And if anyone takes this idea and runs with it, I'll find them. 
or at least bring it to bring it to Quela. Yeah, bring, bring it if you find bring bring it and we can work together. Yes, beautiful. <laughs> you know, and and why I'm so happy we played that song as well because it really also highlighted your 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 poetry. Uh, I want to use the word poetry um, because uh, um, uh, it is about you speaking your poetry. Uh, do you still write quite a lot? Where does the writing fit into your life now? Lyrics, I mean. Lyrics. Poems. I, I, I poems. Do, poems. I do. I, I, I write loosely. I, you know, I, I, I wish I could get time off. I wish I could do a residence where I could just write. Yes. So much. But I write daily. Other stuff I'd have to do with archives and, <laughs> and uh, you know, musical her- our musical heritage. Well, that's uh, the other question I was going to ask you, actually. Um, you quite involved now in the archives. Is it the archives of South African music, of African music, in your work, in your in your day job, if I can put it that yeah, way? Yeah, mostly Galo. No, I mean it's not a day job. Yes, it's work I do with Galo. Yes, um, but I say but day job because the musician thing. Daily, you know, yes, 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 day, yes, daily. Yes, it's yes. actually stuff I do daily. <laughs> yes. So it, it is a day and night job. Okay, uh, I love, I love, I love engaging. I love engaging with. Archives, uh, especially archives of our, our music. You know, we have a, such a wealth of music. We have a rich musical heritage in South Africa. Sure, you know, huge. And, um, and you know, they've always said our biggest export has always been the voice. But we have a huge, you know, Galo has a huge archive catalog of music that has become, that has been the soundtrack of our lives. And where it is right now, you know, doing work like that feels dutiful. It feels like a responsibility. It's my responsibility. It's our responsibility to make sure all those artists who are now unknown, but were known then and were actually big, you know, whether it's Griffiths Mutielo or um, Emily Mutielo, all these people that have existed and recorded music and contributed, like I'm contributing with this, have con- contributed to us dancing, us yes. you know, living through times. It, I feel like it's, it's our to our experience, to, really. Yes, to amplify their voices, especially because they are recorded, and that's a blessing to have your music recorded because your voice lives forever. So it, it's and to bring out their stories, you know, yes. dealing with archives is there. It's archival research. It's it's creative research. It's bringing out all these things that exist, but are just lying there and need to. It's like creating new knowledge. Yes. Well, even if the knowledge is there, the stories are there. You know, people like Max Mangwani. Nobody talks about Max Mangwani. Yes. Prolific guitarist and producer. Nobody talks Who about. In, influenced so many people that followed. Yes. No, nobody talks about Gelima Fura. Yes. <laughs> you know, nobody talks about Ebony. Who was Ebony? Yes. You know, nobody talks about. I mean, people do talk, but these are. I feel like these are should be. Yes. People, these people should be known. Should be this. Yes. Should be in the curriculum. It should just be known knowledge that there was a David Takwani or. There was a Mam Nobesutu, you know, what Mahotela Queens was before they started rocking Zulu Regalia and they yes. were funky and they were ro- rocking bell bottoms and there were five of them. Yes. Who Mary Rabotapi was, who Nancy Jacobs was. Who are these people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I just wanna know. And it's like it's beyond interesting for me. I'm like, who are all these people that and uh, you know the that, beautiful ones. That's the beautiful ones. And that stuff for me came is stuff that I grew up on, but when I started listening to it as a musician, it was just like mind blowing because I'm like, who are these people? Why are they playing music like this? Who, you know, and all these bands that came from all these townships, where it's from Soweto, Katlehong, yes. 
And mm. small places, rural areas. Rural areas. Who, yes. You know, people know that do not go ahead. Yes. At some point, designed album sleeves. Yes. You know, that uh, sister Mam Marilyn Nogwe was in, in a group called the Black Angels, you know. Yes. Uh, I bumped into Mam Bula at the Mango Groove concert. She's, she's, her voice is on so many albums, yes. but how, why don't we know about these people? Thank yeah. you, Quella. Why don't we know about these We're going to have to wrap up now. We could chat forever, but I've got to play the last track. <laughs> so important we play this track. This track is Moya Moya. Um, and I'm going to play you more of Quella's album with the beautiful ones, but for tonight, let's end with Moya Moya. What does this track mean to you? This song is, uh, I started writing the first part of the song, the poem. Uh, the poem to the song is a tribute to my brother who actually who passed on six years ago on this day. And it was a wow. Sunday. And he, you know, they died in a car crash with three of his friends. And the other person that was in the car is also a brother of ours who's, and he's the only survivor. But I, I don't know. I'm here in studio with you. We're talking. We're playing music on this day. That on this day, we're playing this song on this day. We're playing this song on this day, and I actually sampled his voice from a voice note that he sent me, and I used it as a sample um, on the song just to make sure that his voice also doesn't fade it lives away. On. It lives, it lives on. on. Doesn't fade away because he lived. He was here, and the song is dedicated to him and my mother, who we lost in a space of four months in, wow. in 2017. So. Moya, Moya, Moya. You know, it's dead. It's we don't die. Yes. We it's the body. The body rests and the spirit. The s- spirit lives the Energy on. does whatever the energy does. <laughs> Thank you so much, Quela. Thank you, Sisnik. Thank you for such a beautiful chat and such an innovative album. We're going to end this with Moya, Moya, Quela. The album is We. We the beautiful ones. On uh, the world show, <laughs> whatever else you do this week, make sure you keep shining. Of course, keep it Kaya. Kaya. <laughs> 959. Fresh new sounds on the world show with Nikki B. <laughs>